In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. We're looking at the life of Noah again today and this powerful thought that we must all get our family into the ark. Get your family to Jesus. Lead your family to God. Uh, we looked already in Genesis chapter 6 and the beginning of Genesis 7 at how the Lord included Noah's children and his wife and his son's wives in this covenant relationship, in this invitation into the ark. So let me pick up there. In Genesis 7 and verse 7, we read this, And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Again, Genesis chapter 7 and verse 13, In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. And again, in verse 23, the Bible says, After the flood, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And then, what about after the ark? Well, listen to Genesis 8 and verse number 15, And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Verse 18, And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Uh, Genesis chapter 9, verse 1, And God blessed Noah and his sons. Are you getting the picture? Uh, how about Genesis 9, verse 8, And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him. Uh, Genesis 9, verse 18, And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Ham is the father of Canaan. In other words, God was setting something in motion in their home. And it all started when Noah used his influence to get his own family into the ark of safety. Think of this. He was a preacher of righteousness, we're told in the New Testament, which means he preached the truth to everybody around him. No doubt he invited many to believe on the Lord, though he made little difference and impact in the lives of those people. He did make an impact where it counted most in his own home. Listen, friend, you, you may not be able to reach everybody, but you can reach someone. And perhaps you feel like your influence and reach is not far and wide, but, friend, it's deep at home. So begin there. What must we get our family to? Let me give you a handful of thoughts today. When we say get your family in the ark, what do we mean by that? Well, first of all, get your family to God's promises. Where did it all begin? It began in Genesis chapter 6 when God made a covenant with Noah. He he gave him these promises. He gave his word. And Noah demonstrated faith in the word of God. Our children, our grandchildren, the next generation, must see today a demonstration of faith. For the record, with things as bad as they are in our world, a generation of young people do not need to grow up hearing us talk about how bad it is and wring our hands in unbelief. They need to grow up around some people who say, you know, God is good and the Lord is at work in this world and we're just going to trust him. Let's start by getting our family back to God's promises. Get them in the word. Get the word in them. Speak about the promises of God. Speak in faith. And then a second thing, we must not only get our family to God's promises, we must get our family to God's presence. 
Remember Genesis 7, verse 1, Come thou and all thy house into the ark. I love that word come. It implies God was already in the ark. He was inviting them to come in and join him, to come where he was. Oh, friend, uh, invite your family members to come to Christ. Lead them to the Lord Jesus. The greatest thing you ever do for your family is guide them to God. Of all the things you can give your children, the greatest thing you can give them is a testimony of faith, a demonstration of a life lived in obedience to God, and then invite them to come with you into the presence of God. One beautiful picture in Noah's story is that Noah did not just build an ark. That's what he's famous for. But I would point out to you that in Genesis 8, verse 20, when he came off that ark, the first thing he did was build an altar. Oh, I love this thought. Build a family altar. I don't necessarily mean physically construct something to pray at, but I mean by that develop this practice in your home of prayer and of seeking the Lord and of exercising faith in God at every juncture. And in doing so, you're saying to your family, if we can just get to the Lord, the Lord will be more than enough. So get your family into God's promises. Get your family into God's presence. Get your family into God's protection. Now, that's really what you're doing when you're inviting them to come to Christ. When you make sure they know the Lord and are following the Lord, you're teaching them that the safest place in the world is near God. This is a dangerous world. Uh, sin is terrible. Crime is awful. Violence is everywhere. Uh, yes, there are dangers, both physical and spiritual, but there is safety in our proximity to God. When we live near the Lord, we know we are walking daily under His watchful eye and in His hand. So get your family into God's protection. Uh, get your family to God's provision. I love this thought. When they came off the ark, now remember God took care of them the whole time they were there, but when they came off the ark, what was God's first word to Noah and to his boys? God's first words were these, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Same thing he said to Adam and Eve initially in the garden. It truly was a new beginning, but listen to the words, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. God was saying, I've given you now everything to enjoy. I've given you all that you need. Now do the right thing with it. James said, Every good and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Can I speak to every dad, every granddad for just a moment? Uh, teach your children that the best father, the good father, is the heavenly father. It's not what you can provide for your children. It's what God, the father, provides for all of his children. Uh, think of what Noah's sons got. They got it all, <laughs> the whole earth. Hebrews 11 says that Noah became the heir of righteousness. You ever think about that? There's a spiritual uh, principle here, of course, uh, the riches that come through faith in God. Uh, but from a material standpoint, ever dawn on you that when Noah walked off that ark, he and his sons had the whole earth, literally. They inherited the whole world. Well, teach your children that God will be more than enough, that God will give them exactly what they need, nothing more, nothing less, and that the Lord takes care of his own. Every good thing comes from our Father. And then one more thought today. What does it mean to get your family in the ark? Well, get them to God's promises. Get them into God's presence. Get them to God's protection and to God's provision. And then fifth, get your family to God's great purpose. Why? Why did God save us? Why did God bring us into the ark of safety? What does he want from our lives? What does God want to do in us? I love these verses. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 16, God said to Noah, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons' wives with thee. 
Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. God says, now here's your work. Here's what I've given you to do. I think one thing we must do with our children, we must teach them why they're breathing, why God has blessed us. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. What does that mean? Help them discover God's purpose for their life as early in life as possible. It's the most fulfilling life of all. Every evil, and we see that even in Noah's sons, every evil enters in when they get outside of God's presence and outside of God's purpose for them. And every good thing is discovered and enjoyed and used when they are living in his presence and in his purpose. My friend, wherever you are today, I say to you, get your family in the ark. The ark is not a place, it's a person. Bring your family to Jesus. Guide your family to God. Do everything in your power to use your influence and then beyond your power through prayer to bring your family nearer to the Lord Jesus Christ for themselves. Get your family in the ark. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.